get ready to power start your day with wealth, lifestyle, and leadership coach, Nicola Smith-Jackson. Tune in each Monday through Friday at 8 a.m. Eastern for your daily dose of motivation and business education to help you build big business and be successful. And now, here's Nicola. Good morning, family, and welcome to Power Start Your Days. Pick me and Anna Cole Smith-Jackson. We're going to reawaken your spirit this morning, resuscitate your passion, renew your mind, so you can recommit to the plan that God has for you, and that's for you to build the big business. We're here coaching you every Monday through Friday at 8 a.m. Eastern Standard Time. If you haven't done this already, go ahead and share this call with other people. They can dial in at 602-753-1848 or... Listen online with their smart device, iPad, tablet, PC, or Mac at blogtalkradio.com forward slash success with Nicola. Um, this, this is just like so good to me, this uh, series on how to break your own record. It actually is exciting me. And, you know, um, every so often there are series that God tells me to do. I'm always obedient, but, you know, I'm always truthful. It's just some of them that excite me more than others. Some of them, I'm like, oh, Lord, haven't we talked to them about this before? Haven't we done this already before? And I'm like, okay, just be the obedient daughter and do what's asked. But this one, how to break your own record. I can tell you right now, if you Get on this journey with us. If you do the work, it's going to be crazy amounts of success, joy, fulfillment, and just a feeling of accomplishment. You're overdue for that. Today, we're going to talk about how to repurpose rejection. This particular one, why am I excited about? Because it's when the light switch went off in my mind and I began to do things that I could have never imagined. Our scripture is coming out of Galatians 6 and 9. I want you guys to pay very close attention, not because I said this is near to dear to me, but because I believe it will mean something for you. Especially if you're trying to level up. Let's go to the Lord together. Father God, we come before you. We honor you today because today is the day you've made and we're glad with Joyce. We're here in the land of living. Dear Lord, as we're saying that, we may look at it as redundant, but we know that this is a time that you're calling many, many of your sons and daughters home. We know that you're doing something new here in the earth, and we recognize it. But we're thankful, dear Lord, that we are here and we're in Christ. You say anyone who is in Christ is a new creature. As we're evolving and revolutionizing the way that the world experiences rejection or what they perceive as laws, we will know that everything of the world, the kingdom, is the opposite. 
as we are pursuing to be kingdom-minded and going out to do great exploits in your name, let us be the light. As you are the light of the world, we thank you for your son, Jesus, who is an example of how the greatest rejection, the biggest sacrifice, gave us everlasting life. We're thankful that we are fearing less and pursuing to fail forward. And your word says, the brick that the builder refused will become the chief cornerstone. As we repurpose rejection, we honor you and we bless you. And seal this prayer with the blood of your son, Jesus Christ. Amen. Ah, uh, like I feel my grandmama with me on this morning. And I can tell you this. In the book of Galatians, this is a book. Not only did Dr. Monroe say openly that this was like one of his favorite books that he likes to read over and over and over and over. I remember one time saying he loved the book so much that he could eat the book. And I'm like, eat the book? Like, that means he's so immersed in the book of Galatians. But there was a verse, and it's so funny that when you, you have a mentor who loves God so much, and then you begin to reckon and say that's why God connected us and this one scripture here that always not only stood out to me, but I stand on is Galatians 6 and 9 because leadership can be very exhausting. Sometimes it can be um, perceived as discouraging and it is challenging. But Galatians 6 and 9 tells us this. Let us not grow weary in doing good, for at the proper time we will reap a harvest if we do not give up. When you begin to think about Rejection and repurposing rejection, you will understand that there lies the secret, one of the biggest secrets of success. People who are successful are committed. Commitment is if you haven't gotten uh, the um, the boom go for no for network marketers, you want to maybe go get it and you want to know that there is a commitment that says, you know what? You do the thing long after the feeling of the mood that you set it in has left you. We know that it's always exciting to say, I'm going to write down this big, hairy, audacious goal, and then when you get in the middle of the goal, 
Here comes the test. Here comes the tribulations. Here come the distractions. Here comes the doubt. Here come the depression. And then you're hoping that someone sends you a lifeline. And I'm going to tell you this. Sometimes the lifeline may come in the form of a person. But I don't want you to always be looking for that lifeline because we serve a God who gave us abundant life. I want you, because see, we, we did a powerful, powerful team call last night, and um, there were three ladies that I know their stories. And I know the triumphs and the trials that they've gone through so much so that it's not enough time to tell all the drama they've been through to get to where they were, that you got to pick up and tell the drama in segments. Anybody can identify with me where people say, tell me your story. And I'm like, where do you want me to start? Especially when they want to hear the juicy, the bad stuff, especially when you do something great. And these women, one of them is a, a mother of 12. Another one um, has been having bouts with health. Another one is a single mom up in one of the roughest areas of cities and who her, her, her daughters are coming out like just powerhouses. And I can tell you, I so reckon, I don't get caught up in the doom and gloom. I definitely get caught up in the triumph. And when I see these women repurpose rejection, it is just so powerful. And every time I'll ask the question, because that's one of my favorite questions on what was a turning point, because at some point, anyone who reaches a goal, at some point, they were not committed to reaching the goal. The funny thing is that the light switch, you never always know when a light switch happened. You're very fortunate if you can say, oh, when I had a certain conversation, or oh, when I listened to this person say something, or oh, when I, whatever, I made a decision. That's very fortunate. But most of the time, the most powerful things happen in the unseen. By the time you see it, you're catching up to what has already happened in the unseen. And when we look here at the go for no for network marketing, and you begin to say, my success is in the power of no. It's not in the power of yes. When you look at the largest, we call them superstars, just for the saying of the world, and these are people who maybe they're the LeBron James or even the late great Kobe Bryant or the Michael Jordans of basketball. You always hear the point of where it was rejection. You know, you'd hear Michael Jordan say that his, what was this, his high school coach that pretty much said, you have no talent. I could remember even down to the Beyonce, who everyone feels like right now she's the goddess of the time of of you know, what you consider secular music. And I remember when she first started doing interviews and they're like, she can't talk. 
Now they want her to talk everywhere. Now she doesn't have to talk. She just needs to show up and show her face. When I can think about Oprah Winfrey and all of the rejections because she didn't fit the mold of what should have been on television or what have you, and 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 it, it and that rejection is why and how she stands out. And there are levels to rejection or failure, but I want you to know there's levels of everything, and when you up level. In a certain area that's required for success, expect the success to come. Galatians 6 and 9 is to remind you that when you set out, you knew you were doing something good. The goal was good. And it's going to be a time that anything that you're trying to get to that's good is going to look bad. It's only what you do, it's only what you decide in the bad times that determines if you will reap or how much of the harvest you will reap. Because some people do levels of giving up. So the level one is the ability to fail, and everyone has that. Everyone has that. And within the ability of, to fail, if you don't have the reflection, the reposition, and you don't do the renovation of your mind, then you're going to fall right in there with most people. So now you say, okay, I'm going to enroll in network marketing. I'm going to do, I know my friends and family, they didn't want to do it with me or whatever. So you went to level two, the willingness to fail. There's a ton of people in there, too. They enrolled, but they never joined, or they joined, but they never got started. They got started, but they never launched. They launched, but they never got promoted. They got promoted, but they never took their spot at the top. Level three was the wantingness to fail. That's a whole different mindset right there. The wantingness to fail. Now, that's when the light switch goes off. Because everyone does most anything to avoid failure. I am telling you right now, even there are some people, do you realize, that won't pray to avoid failure? They're afraid to pray because they're afraid that God may not answer the prayer in the way that they want it answered. He always hears. People would be like, oh, he didn't answer. Oh, yeah, he answered. You just didn't like the answer. We're talking about repurposing rejection, and when you... Put yourself out there when you say, I, I don't care what it looks like. I'm going for it. For instance, at the beginning of the year, God says, and God will set you up for some stuff that the world will say, uh-uh, that ain't going to work. My whole life is full of those kind of, it looks like it ain't going to work kind of situations. And people, I know some things I'll say, they fold their arms and say, okay, this is going to be good. Bring out the popcorn so we can see her fall flat on her face. 
And when he gave me at the beginning of the year 20K in 2020, helping 20,000 new people to increase their credit, decrease their debt, or stop going from paycheck to paycheck. And when I put it out there and I asked the team, the team of leaders, the, the, the leadership kind of say, hey, put this out there. Can we tweak this line on what we're saying, you know? And in the beginning, you had leaders that say, yeah, 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 I'm on board, but they wouldn't even put the hashtag. Yeah, some folks changed the hashtag. They didn't want to be on board. It was not, it didn't look good. As a matter of fact, I said to one of my coaches, it's so funny. The coach so happened, I'm bringing up, the coach so happened to be the co-author of this book. I said to Ray, I said, listen, um, God told me that I am supposed to lead a mission this year to help 20,000 people to increase their credit, decrease their debt, stop going from paycheck to paycheck. And he says, uh, okay, 20,000 people? How are you going to measure that? If it's not measurable, I said, yeah. So, so we see, we have, we have things that when you put in a goal, it's like it got to be measured. You got to be a way to track it and everything like that. And I said, well, I don't know how it's going to be done yet, but I know that anything that God has ever told me to do, and I set out to do it, the rest of it will come, and I'm just going to set it out. I'm going to ask the leader. I said, but you know what? count. I said, if, if we only had 20,000 people in our team just help one person, it'll work. I said, if it was 1,000 people to help 20 people, And he says, oh. I said, man, our team is bad to the bone. The leaders are off the chain. Some of them bringing 50 and 60 people in at a time. Surely a 1,000 people on the team can help 20 people over a 12-month period. He said, well, where are you going to put them? I said, well, I'm sure we have something already. I said, let me think. And I looked around and said, oh, we got this group that that was the failure. We were training the ad tag message system inside of one of our groups. Very popular system amongst network marketers who are doing social marketing. And uh, but a lot of people on the team were not receptive to it, honestly. They just said, nah, it's not working because it was new. All I did was look for a few. Say, guys, listen, I know this would work. And when you find a few people that are not only willing, but they want to fail with you, oh, you got a team. And they want to repurpose. The rejection with you, I said, people say it's not going to work, but I'm telling y'all, it's going to work. Now that group grew nearly 20K in over a week. 
Now we're like, oh my Lord, the floodgates. Because, but see, people see it now, they're like, look at what happened. It was because the vision was already there, but I didn't only have the willingness, I had the wanting to fail. And then the next level was let's fail bigger and faster. I said, we got a Don King this thing. We need some people talking about it. Now, people knocking down the door. We literally can tell people, look, you got to let them know I sent you so you can get in faster. Anytime you have something like that, you go to the next level where you fail exponentially. Like that, I had a conversation with a family member. And I was sharing with them, you know, even in these times that the things that we offer in our company could help the family. And they were like, oh. I, know, I, I, I mean, they don't know that, Nikki. They just think you just do network marketing. I said, really? Even though I've helped you with the service, I even have a help. And they just think I do network marketing? Like, oh, that's a thumbs down. And God has given the example of exponential growth. And the things that most of the people are worried about, I'm not worried about. And still they say, oh, that's, they just probably think it's network marketing. So just in case you might think that you're the only one, I am at the top of my company, and many of my family members still have no clue of what that means. No clue. But if I stuck around... For them to get the point, I wouldn't prosper. If I stuck around to, for them to get it, I wouldn't have got it. The wantingness to fail is where many people need to up-level. Because it's the rejection that slows people down. That's why first you got to accept that God already said yes. The biggest and the baddest of us will face that. Because one of the sins of the pride of life, we don't want people to see you fail. But when you get to a place where you say, I don't care. All I know is I'm going to finish what I start. I've had to deal with that in every area of my life, from having a, the, the prison situation with my kids' fathers to the disabilities, you know, to the, to the challenges in the family and even challenges in our marriage to to uh, the business, to the old growing into the, every time I repurposed the rejection and it up-leveled you, please believe me, kings and queens. Don't just be willing, I'm willing to hear them no. Start looking for the no's because if you start looking for the no's, you're heading up my friend. You're heading up. You're on your way up. 
You're on your way up. Anytime you get the rejection, just know that it is your door to up. It's your opportunity to up. A lot of people say they want to up level, and they're saying it a lot of times on social media to get approval. And I can see straight through it, and I said they still need approval. Because if you going to do it, you ain't got to tell nobody. You just go do it. You just go do it. I don't know. As I'm opening up, I'm going to open up the call. One of, one of my, we were on a video, our family and I just flipped it on, and we were on the trampoline. And Kate and I, and he, you know, he has been getting a little rusty on the on the court, this pandemic. And <laughs> he did try to dunk on the trampoline. He had his dad pull the trampoline right under the, the smaller basketball court that he had back there. And he had him pull it under there so he can jump and try to dunk and whatever. And I'm like, you got the, the, the basket right there in your face and you still can't get the ball in the basket or whatever. So he gets down and I say, oh, we got to call Coach Bird. Coach Bird, he's getting rusty. He got a bad to the bone personal coach. And yes, she's a female. And she is bad to the bone. So I said, Coach, on the video, he's getting rusty. And when I said, Coach, honey, he put that shot in that basket, would have been a three-pointer if he was playing the game, and then he turned around and kind of popped his collar. And I said, oh, what you doing? He said, shut him up with success. Yes. Your wantingness to fail don't need an announcement. It's just action. Let's open up the call. 301-4842. Good morning. God bless you. Good morning. Let's see here. We're going to go to 678-6838. Good morning. Good morning. I know that number. Happy Good birthday. morning. Good morning, Dane. Good morning. Good morning. <laughs> Good morning. I am so grateful to be on this call this morning. I mean, I woke up this morning at 5.15, didn't go to bed till about 2.30, got some new agents trying to help them get started, want to send them different stuff when they wake up, know they have to get on this morning call. And you said the topic about wanting to fail and taking those no's. If you get enough of those no's, Truly, God will give you some yeses. Mm-hmm. And as I work this business alone beside you, Coach, I'm telling you the truth. As I thought about it on yesterday, I couldn't even answer all of my birthday wishes out there because I had some on my mind coming out of my hometown. It's just been such a bad tragedy for the people down in my hometown. And um, it would depress you, but uh, I kept pushing, and you kept saying, Ruth, you can't let it get next to you. And I said, Doc, I said, you're absolutely right. I said, but when it started hitting home, like five and six and seven in a row, I said, Nicola, what can I do? You said, you got to lean on the one that you know can handle it. 
And as I thought about it being as much older as I am of you, almost 30 years older than you, I thought about it. I said, my God, here I have a coach that's much younger than me. And when I get a little weary, I can pick up the phone and I don't even call her. And all of a sudden, you'll call and say, Roosh, so I haven't heard from you what's going on. What are you doing with the business? And Nicola said, you said, Nicola, nothing. Go to work. And as I thought about it, uh, Dame, I, I, I thought about it. I've been in this house alone by myself in this quarantine. It's not easy. And I cut the TV off like you told me a long, long time ago. But this pandemic and this uh, COVID-19 has really taught me that being in this house alone, God told me, said, Yo, I, I shut it down for a reason. Mm-hmm. I know we have a lot of tragedy coming out of this and a lot of tragedy coming from all over the world, and my hometown is one of the hot spots. And being on a hot spot, I thought about it. I don't like to go live, and I did a live on last week about when your back is up against the wall, what do you do? And God took me from upstairs and told me to go downstairs and get in that chair, and I want you to do a live, say, what do you do when you're back up against the wall? I said, now, you know, Nicola talked about that once before. I said, now, what I'm going to say, Lord? And I went down in my den, and I didn't have as many lights as I know of us. Never thought I'd have that many lights to come on that day. And when you're back up against the wall, it's just like you're going through these nodes that we're having in this company. And I just want to tell you, Doc, being in this company has really taught me, and being in this house for almost six weeks, quarantining. But God has conditioned my body to work this business and showing me how to do it. All the, all the time I've been in this company, almost five years, and the R&R club been in my face one time so close until I can just knock it down. And you kept saying, Roosh, you got to keep going, and I slacking up. Because I, I looked at what people was doing on the team, and I decided, I said, well, you know, I, I keep calling, and I keep calling. You said, Roosh, stop calling and go to work. And I did just what you said, and I looked at the Harvey and what it's going to reap. And I mm. thought about it on yesterday. I said, God, I, said, I can't believe I'm 66. 66? I said, am I mm. really 66? I went to walk mm. through my house. I said, girl, you 66 years old. I said, my God. I said, how did I get there? Because mm. I took a lot of no's. I took a lot of no's. And I decided I'm going for yes now. And as I listen at you, Coach, I tell you, I, on yesterday was my birthday, and I decided to do something different. I shut down Facebook. I said, I can't get on Facebook today. I got to go to the grocery store and get some other items I need. And every time I go in that grocery store, I think about you because of any time that you're in a store, you'll call me and say, Rusha, you have this and you have that. I said, Nicole, I don't eat that. You say you need that. I said, Nicole, I never like that. You said, but go get that. And every time I walk into a store, I can't help but dial your number and text you because I know you're busy. And I said, Nicole, you need anything? You said, no, Roosh, I think I'm situated. I said, Nicole, you sure? They say it's going to be a shortage of this and shortage of that. Do Caden have what he needs for snacks this morning? Because of as I came and laid down last night after leaving your home, I haven't been to nobody's house but yours for quarantine. I know you are alkaline, your vitamin up and everything. We still doing social distance when I drive out to your house. And as you say you wanted some greens, I said, Nicola, you want more greens? We just had a bunch of greens last week. You want more greens? You said, I want more green, Roosh. They're so good. 
And I thought about it. I said, you know, my mom used to cook greens every day. And that's when mm-hmm. I don't eat collards because of she cooked them so much. But I say this on this call this morning to tell people that when a no come your way, you got to stand for something. Because when God put no's on you, you know some yes got to come sooner or later. Mm-hmm. And when I saw them 66 coming at me, I said, God, I don't believe I'm 66. I just had to search my mind. Are you really 66? And I, and I said to Nicole, I said, Nicole, I'm going to be 66. You know, and a little girl called me, uh, Lakima Belcher. She called me all the time, and she sent me a, uh, a cash app. And I said, cash app? I said, Lakima, you sending me cash app? She said, I just love you because you have so much wisdom that I learned from you. And I look at my little goddaughter in Jersey. She always helping with Facebook. I, I look at so many of the people on our team that reaches out to me. When I don't know how to do something, all I have to do is act. Instead of saying no, somebody saying yes. So I say all that today to say to the team, we got to keep going for the no's because God knows there's a yes because we have a mentor that has made it to the top of our company and has been on a call every day since Power Start Your Day started. And when I asked her to start the Power Start today, I didn't name it. I said, we need a biblical call, Nicola, like we did in another company. She said, Ruth, I ain't messing with it because the last time you know how it went. I said, don't matter, Nicola. We got to have it. We must have it. We got to have the word, and we got to have it coming every day. And she decided to do it every day. So I say to our team this morning, my heart is full of no's, but I know there's a lot of yes coming somewhere. So all we have to do is keep our eyes on the spiral. Know that God is going to make a way out of no way. I come from a hometown of, uh, of hot spots. And you know that hot spot is so hot down there, he's hitting my classmates. They're hitting two at a time, husband and wife, my best friends in Atlanta. But I keep on for no, because I know God got some yes. So I said that this morning, and I had to get on the call this morning, because the no's are in that book, and I'm reading it. When I went down to put my spoiler with you, you say, invest in yourself. You said, I don't care if I bring y'all to the conference, at least y'all can get the equipment, get the book so you can take it back home, share it with your team. Do something different. And I thank God for you. I truly do just because I am your closest, and I am close to you. I've been with you a long time. And the reason I'm close to you is because may the wind always be at your back. And everybody Mm -hmm. needs some wind at their back. They don't understand that when I say that. But read your Bible. Mm -hmm. Because when the mm. wind get at your back, you better have somebody that got your back. You mm. better have somebody. And I say all of that to say what I had to say because one thing about it, Nicola, we don't know how tomorrow bring or this afternoon with what we're going through. I've known people to go to work the next day, the next day they fall dead in Albany. So I'm telling you guys, we got to keep looking to the hills which come out here. Keep believing in people you know they know what they know. And we're reading the no's. So, so yes, it's about to come. So thank you for allowing me to speak this morning. I had to get on there this morning. I don't believe I'm 66. I can't believe I'm 66. That number is kind of too funny to me, but it's, 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 it's real. It's real. And I had to get there. And I thank God for it. 
So I want to tell each and every one of you, thank you for all your birthday wishes, the team. Thank everybody, because I shut it down on Facebook yesterday. I had to get to the Lord and just think about some things yesterday. I'm going to be 66. I'm going to be 70. 70 (laughs) is knocking at my front door. I can't believe it. And I lost my only son at the age of 15. Been without him over 30-plus years. And I got young girls. I got a little homegirl. I got my little cousin. She wanted me to be a godparent. I said, I'm too old. She said, no, I look at you when I was a kid. And she got a cash out and a cell phone. called me yesterday. I said, you got cash out? 12 years old? She said, yes, cuz. She said, you know, I do gymnastics, and I have to have cash out because my money has to invest in myself in order to go to the next level. I said, you on our team? She said, I want me. I said, you ain't old enough. So I say all of that to tell everyone, keep looking to the hills which come your help. Thank you so much for letting me share this morning, Doc. I love you from the bottom of my heart. You're the daughter that I never had, the friend that I always wanted, and the friend that I will have until eternity. Team, we got the best coach in the world, and now she's a dame. So you better look up dame because it's, it's powerful. That's all I have to say this morning. Thank you for allowing me to share on the Power Start Your Day because, boy, I love Power Start Your Day. Take it away, Doc. I love you, Bruce. God bless you. Well, I'm all choked up because her and I know what that means. Repurpose rejection. The yes is through the nose. 